happens. Hi, I'm Angela, and today we're discussing what I like to call Watergate. (laughs) (laughs) Among other things. Because we haven't really discussed what we were going to discuss. (laughs) We just kind of hit record and started going. But Watergate, yes. And um, that's funny you bring that up because I am... um, I have materials. I'm armed with materials here. Are you here. the deep throat of our Watergate, Ryan? I am the deep throat of the Watergate. <laughs> um, if anybody doesn't know this, it's, I mean, you're young. <laughs> Just Google deep throat Watergate, how Holbrook played deep throat in the film. Oh, I thought you were calling me young for a minute. I was like, thank you. Oh. I was like, thank you. Sure, Mr. Uranus opposition. When I got here, Ryan was sitting outside with a man bun and purple hair. And I was like, no, it's really working for you. And it also screams, I'm in the middle of my Uranus opposition. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so it's a backhanded compliment. I will tell you that um, performing stand-up comedy with purple hair really um, next level. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it changed the audience perception of me really at all, considering the like the the basis of my material. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You are the type who should have purple hair. Yeah. So it like they're see, and we're talking Minneapolis. We're talking like white bread. You can't get Ugh. more white bread America than like the north. I can't believe um, you went there on purpose. I It was so cold. I mean, I love that city. Minneapolis is a great too. city. But like during January and there was I like know. a 12 inch. I, I get picked up at the airport. And first of all, I can't even stand outside and wait for the lift because I don't have gloves in my hands. Within a minute and a half, my hands felt like they were going to fall. Fuck off. that. I, you guys who live in winter, do you know about other parts of the world where there's no winter like L.A.? It's so much better. I lived I lived in New York for most of my life, New York City. Then I went to fucking Utah, and that was a nightmare. But there was winter in both places. So it's like now that's all I ever want to do is never be in winter. Yeah, it was brutal. There, I get picked up at the airport. And I'm like, man, it's colder than I thought it was going to be. And I've been there before in like February and it was brutal. And this was like maybe 10 years ago. I was like, I'm never coming back here in this time of year. But I did, you know, oh my ten God. Y- you know, memory has a funny way of, or time has a funny way of erasing our memory. So uh, I get a lift to the hotel and the lift driver, she tells me, it's like almost midnight. And she, oh my God, I you're pulling out that goddamn candy. The and so the lift driver tells me, she's like, yeah, we're supposed to get 12 inches of snow tonight. And the snowplow drivers are on strike. And I was like, Am I, I'm dying. Give I'm gonna them die. whatever they I'm want. I'm going to die here in Minneapolis. Oh, my and gosh. It turns out she didn't have accurate information about the snowplow drivers. <laughs> um, but we did get a huge snowstorm. Um, so, But knowing this information, thinking that the snowplow drivers were on strike and we're going to get a foot of snow. And I was like, we're in Minneapolis. Who cares? A foot of snow is nothing. This city's equipped for it. Turns out, no. It, it still shuts a place down. Even Minneapolis got shut down because it was so cold, too. Mm-hmm. It was like negative 20 wind chill. Mm-mm. So I order... Domino's had a had a bundle. I saw your Instagram. <laughs> had a bundle like <laughs> two pizzas, the Parmesan bites, and the Cinestics, and oh, a two wow. liter. So I was like, "This and will get me. Liter. This will get me through." Gross. Because the hotel, I I got like a. I don't want to sound bougie, but I, I was like, I got a three star hotel. Don't worry, you just ordered Domino's. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, three star hotel minimum, right? I'm like, I want to have all the stuff. I mean, it's I mean, it's not a four or five star, but mm-hmm. you know, a three star should have a fridge, mm-hmm. a microwave. Uh, you know, oh, a pool, wow. a workout room, all that stuff, right? Full-on bachelor pad. And uh, it did not live up to its three-star rating. But anyway, I still had access to those things, but I just had to, like, g- kind of go around to get them. But So I lived off pizza for, like, uh, two days. Uh, and it was so gross, yet awesome. It's like you went back to college. Yeah, and I, I've never felt, like, more of a, a disgusting did pig. You <laughs> I'm sure. Did you get a good turnout for the show? Uh, Friday, we didn't have a show. Mm. Like people bought tickets in advance and didn't even come because was like, there was just, you know, there's giant tractors out there like plowing the streets. It was pretty. That's pretty cool. Like seeing these giant machines they mm-hmm. have like plowing, which I've never seen before. Um, and then being like told the virtues of like, you know, it doesn't matter to me. You know, you know, this, you know, when you're a stand up comic on the road, this is the hardest part about the road is when you like you go through all the trouble of traveling somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and. It's especially when you're traveling across the country, it's like a whole day you lose. Right. For the most part. Yeah. Anyway. So the and then like you go there to try to do a show and then something happens that screws all that up. Oh, man. You know, that's beyond all your control. So like I I, I mean, I went to the show mm-hmm. on Friday, you know, and um, like through all the like, you know, I got picked up and we drove through the roads and all that kind of crazy shit to get to the place. 
and then you know you sit around and wait and then nothing happens and you're like oh this is this is great i should just stayed in my room and watch mad men Oh, yeah. So, are, um, are you watching Mad Men for the first time? I'm on season two, yeah. Mm. Halfway through season two. So I'm starting to understand the John Hamm thing a little bit. Oh, I'm over it. Every, every woman now on the show I... wants, like, John Hamm's, like... Uh, I did. I did. I, 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 I guess, I don't know, because he's such a sleazeball on the show, too. And then you find out, because I got the hookup, you know. I yeah, got he's a sleazeball, but he's also, like... This is the thing I think I hate about history so much is people are always like, well, it was a different time. It's like, yeah, but guess what? No, there were, there were still good people. There were still good who people. Who said this is fucked up. I don't care what time exactly. we're in. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so no. tired of that because no. I'm no, so no, no. pissed off right now because of this book I was reading. Which book? Cosmic Consciousness. Oh, wait. You're the second person to say this book to me. Fuck that book. Oh, Fuck shit. That book. I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I mean, I'm over it because I got to the point where he's a fucking piece of shit. Wow. So I'm over it. Good for you. But, um, you know, he's a historical racist, it turns out. Ew! You know, he was into eugenics and things. I had to go deep diving on him after I started. I, I read a few sentences that were like, Ooh, why did you use the word yeah. Aryan? <gasps> and I was like, well, he wrote it in like, you know, the 19th century. Uh, nope, not not a good reason. And so he also doesn't think women were capable of achieving like this nah. higher state of consciousness either. Oh, that's so cute. You know, so on top of that, everything All else. that ever says to me is no one will suck my dick. When a man feels that way about women, when a man is a misogynist, it's like, so your mom didn't hug you and or no one will ever suck yeah, your dick. Yeah, and he's hyper obsessed with <gasps> Walt Whitman, this guy. Oh! Oh, wow. He, wanted to, he basically wanted to S Walt Whitman's D. Uh, <laughs> you can say suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, what's S? Shit. You know, it's it's uh, MLK Jr. It's Martin, Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther. Mm. How do you, Dr. Martin, or Do, Reverend Dr. or Dr. Reverend? Reverend. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day uh, while we're Robert, recording this. Know. And, you know, in the spirit of Dr. King, I think it's important to... You know, try to lead with love, mm -hmm. but also, um, people forget this. My buddy David Perdue, uh, who's a very funny comedian, uh, and also just a brilliant guy, he's like, yeah, but you know, the f you know, it's leading with love and that kind of stuff, also. But it's you can't have, you know, peaceful revolution or any of that no. stuff without truth. He was he was. Brilliant. It's all about truth, and you can't just like forget about the truth yeah. during all this shit. So, um, so yeah, and so Dr. Mor Richard Maurice Buck, M.D., or R.I.P., um, he's he's the author of the book. He liked to be called Maurice, but he was uh, infatuated with Whitman. And uh, but yeah, it turns out he uh, did. You watch The Crown? Very outdated. The guy, you know what? Never I, I'm, seen the when Crown. I'm watching things and not reading them, it's harder to remember the na the names. The King, who was uh, the Crown, is really fun. It is not all that accurate, but it's a lot of fun. So the whole time when I watch it, who's I, the Crown based on? Queen uh, Queen Victoria Elizabeth. Elizabeth the first. What? Oh, fuck! It's Elizabeth. Yeah, it's Elizabeth. No, it's Charles's mom. So she's still alive. It's the current Queen, right? That's Elizabeth. Wow! I just watched. I don't it. give a shit about the royal. I'll tell you who I remember: Princess Margaret, because that bitch is so Leo. Oh, here's some hot news. Okay. So the crown paints this picture of the Taurus queen who hates the spotlight and is just like, you know, duty, duty, duty. Her moon is Leo. She loves it. She loves being queen. But then poor Princess Margaret, who was the real showstopper, is a Leo. So can you imagine the conflict between those two sisters <laughs> with the spotlight and Helena Bonham Carter? I'm going to oh. withhold my comments because I have such a dislike for... People's infatuation with the oh, royal I family, do too. I do too. That it, it makes me unlikable sometimes. I, like how much I go on about weird. it. It's weird. It's it's weird. It's a little weird. But um, when I go to the UK, I'm f I'm there for it. I'm so into it. I go to the palace. I saw the Queen one time coming out of the palace. I just happened to be in that park. I don't remember the names of these things in London. Um, but um, Helena Bonham Carter, whom I adore, I love her. Love, love, love her. And I don't really care about famous people, especially actors. Gemini, Leo Moon, always reminds me of one of my best friends, Natalie Cortez. She's a Broadway star, Gemini, Leo Moon. They are so, they've always felt so similar to me, and boom, there it is. But Princess Margaret, Leo, I forget what her moon is, but I'm pretty sure it's an air moon. So they're like, she, like Helena Bonham Carter's playing herself, basically, as Princess Margaret. It's it's good. It's the this latest season with the actors in it, and it has can't remember her name. Really did not prepare for this, but the woman who plays the queen in the latest season, phenomenal actress, won lots of awards, is in the favorite, and all these things, lots of British things. Uh, oh, 
The only royal movies I like are Christmas Prince trilogy. (laughs) Is that a trilogy? Yeah, it's a trilogy on Netflix. I can't watch dumb things. Oh my god, it's so good. I, I would love, have loved I love it as all Christmas. I will watch all Christmas movies. Really, all day long, no matter how cheesy they are. Really? I watch them on the Lifetime channel because you just and my mom like, need to. We, you know I'll what? Just watch them all day. We long. need to. We need to have a Christmas time with her. She would love to sit and watch. But it's Christmas funny you mentioned the royal family because even though like I'm not really that into this whole idea of the the Henry the Eighth is a mm. cancer. <gasps> um, Henry the Eighth is well, a cancer. Okay, so is Julius. Fucking Caesar Can, was a cancer. Uh, so was George uh, W. Bush, O.J. Simpson. So was Tom Alexander Cruise. the Great. Yeah. Who I would hardly call a bashful, no, there are shy fella. Sociopath. That's the other um, side of Nelson a bad cancer. Mandela was also a cancer, but Alexander the Great, who is the he is the archetype of the war hero. This is it. This is the water of the leader. This is the Watergate. <laughs> We're getting into. We it. got. We got. So so this to start with. After I talked shit on water signs last week, for, for starters, Scorpios, I forget your water, okay? You have a fucking weapon. You are the deadliest of the Zodiac. I, I honestly, yes, you feel deeply, but I feel like Scorpios are the water sign that takes care of the other water signs a lot. Um, but, but it can also be pieces of shit. I mean, well, oh, like yeah, I dated Christopher a Columbus horrible. was a Scorpio. Fuck him. I did, the worst guy I ever dated was a Scorpio. Well, a couple of them, honestly. Like three of the worst guys I ever dated were all Scorpios and all premature ejaculators. But for the record, all, all signs can be pieces of shit. Exactly, exactly. But here's the point I want to make. All the water signs posting their little comments on our social, meow, 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> I talk shit. I talk shit all the time about fire. I talk shit on Earth. Fire and Earth listen, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I got that. Own it because their egos are healthy and self-esteem is healthy. Albert Einstein, probably the smartest person who's ever lived, was a water sign. He was a Pisces. Oh, but here's the thing. You are one of my best friends, Cancer. Brandy, my other best friend, Pisces. Renee, other best friend, Scorpio. My three top people. Well, you're a triple fire ass. Need some water in your life <laughs> to balance your ass out. What I thought I was doing. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. But I thought I was, I thought the message I was conveying was be kind to your water signs. But because I'm triple fire, it comes out as, you know, whatever it was. Not, there was it was not, pretty funny. I jumped into the <laughs> Facebook group. Yeah. Just purposefully <laughs> trying to stir some shit up. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, and it worked, I think. It did work. It, it did worked. work. Yeah, I posted twice in there and I was like, why am I giving so much to this? <laughs> but but all those comments I was like, I proved get my point about water and and what I was saying is that like, yes, and what I real the message I really wanted to get across about water, for starters, they say Sagittarius doesn't apologize I will apologize immediately and I am so sorry if you're a water sign and I hurt your feelings I am sorry I did not mean to hurt your feelings I thought we were just having fun I did too I did too um if you're just I one didn't of think those anybody people, had their feelings hurt did they I, I don't mean, know I don't. but if you're one of the, I got unfollowed by some people um but if you're one of those people who just likes to get mad about something and are not water and this was not even you just saw an opportunity to get fucking passive aggressive go fuck yourself I don't care about you oh, I'm, people not, are I'm jumping not on the drama train. <laughs> I'm not sorry but if I genuinely hurt your feelings I am sorry I am really well, sorry can we say now is this a full apology if yes. it doesn't include everybody well no not the people who like to get on <laughs> and be like get in the comments and be like meow 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 oh you trolls know. you're talking yes. about trolls yes if you're just a troll I'm not sorry about you no well trolls don't have feelings no and also I mean, they're going to come for me on a thousand things. Let's be honest. Yeah, trolls don't have feelings. <laughs> Why? I I totally have changed so much of my my um what I put out. Even like if I have a really bad experience in a restaurant, because I'm Yelp elite like five or six years and in a row now. You know how I now. feel about Yelp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yelp is basically bullshit for the most part. But and strong arm small me, business. They strong arm small that's business. That's what I heard. They give me free events and stuff. So here's what I do now with Yelp. <laughs> I You're only like the perfect example of a capitalist. <laughs> I, was a, I thought you it's almost said Capricorn. It's awful what the system does. But guess what? I'm benefiting but a lot from I it. Am, I am part of the good part of Yelp. Like, I go in when I because I have been in businesses where I just saw an orb next to you. It was saying, yes, you are. It confirmed what I said. <laughs> it was a big one. It had a hole around it, too. Um. But when I like I went into this little business, the shop in wine country and this little old woman owns the shop and she was telling me about how Yelp fucked her and they they were taking down good reviews and leaving bad ones and they, they she had to pay the money or something. I went in and because I'm Yelp elite, my flags, I think, matter more. So I flagged the people who were talking shit and, and I got some of them removed. But then I wrote, went in and wrote a really good one and then it went to the top and she was so grateful. She gave me a discount on these amazing pajamas I bought from her. 
I love pajamas. Yeah, they're great. God, you know who else <laughs> is a water sign is maybe the greatest? <laughs> Michael Angelo. I mean, I just, I mean, we all, I mean, every sign, He's pretty great. whether it's earth, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Or it fire doesn't or water. Matter. Everybody has great, there's great people from history who are representative of those signs. Yeah. And did I already say this? My thing was water signs get told all the time. You're overly sensitive. You're too sensitive. And that's right, because you know what? we There's no such thing. We you feel are as so sensitive much. as you're supposed to be, and you guys right. are the artists. And that's you know? why true empaths are water signs. Mm-hmm. No, Maybe. Just, I mean, I think can, I think <laughs> probably every just, cancer... I, I was trying to claim empath is only for, oh, for water signs. Oh, I think signs. probably a lot of water is an empath. Um, who was I just going to say? Oh, um, Lana Del Rey, we just discovered his cancer with Aries Moon. Um, I'm pretty sure... Oh, actually, do you know my connection to her? No. You don't know how I know her pretty well. How You're have a we never fucking liar. Sorry, like, <laughs> God damn it, Ryan. How many people want to stab Ryan in his eyes when he does that? Just me? Um, you, I, I think, saw it in your eyes. I think li- you, if you would have had a knife that reached across up. this table, you would have shot me. I'm going to put an electric shock on you and I'm going to push I, it when I you I deserve do that. it. We're going to retrain the, that's you. That's the one. I get one an episode. Oh my God. Um, I get one an episode. I'm pretty sure Liz Fair is Aries with Cancer Moon. Isn't that amazing? And they're both very similar with their with their songs. Like they're very like, here's how I want to fuck. I'm gonna say the word fuck in my songs, and I'm hot. Like they're both that energy, that Aries Cancer. Look at it. Look at it shine. You guys, <laughs> I love Cancer. Elizabeth Warren and Meryl Streep have the same fucking Cancer birthday. That's oh, pretty cool. I do want to talk about Meryl Streep's daughter at some point in here today. Meryl Streep's daughter. Yeah, um, she's making a sequel to a movie that no one gave a fuck about called What's- Echo Park. She made the first one. It's about gentrification, but not in like a... She doesn't realize it's about gentrification. She plays a person who gives up her rich, white, affluent life to go slum it in Echo Park, where rent is a fortune, by the way. It's where I live. Oh, my God. I dream of Echo Park. Thank and you. she's slumming there. Yeah, she's slumming Was there. Was it a documentary? No, not at all. And there's a line in the preview where she's saying to like the hot black guy, she's, oh, and she thinks like, oh, I'll date a black guy and then it will be okay what I'm doing with this movie. No, girl, it's not okay. She, there's a line where she's like saying to him, you've never been in love. It's that movie. It's one of those movies. So it's a movie about her falling in love with a hot African-American man and slumming it in Echo Park when she had this like rich doctor boyfriend. So I don't, I only watch the preview, honestly. But now <laughs> I never even heard so, of wait, it. Wait. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. They're making a sequel, and this is when it gets ugly. All the homeless who have nice little tents and nice little, like, the homeless in my park don't bother anybody. They stay in their own little area. They have doormats outside of their tents. I could cry right now. I'm so mad about this. I've seen that. It says welcome. They're kicking them all out of the park so she can film her stupid fucking sequel that no one cares about. They're, they're. They're totally uprooting all these people who already don't have a home and have just had little tents in the shade. They should pay them to be Yeah, extras. they should. They should. They should. And if you see, like, if you go down there, they've already cleared a spot of it because they have a, a movie, uh, what's it called? You know, when they just... Star wagons and all that kind of stuff. Like the notices. Yet. The notices. They got the notice. Yeah, but they the got the notice, up. so they have to clear them out. And where are they going to go? All the fucking... When you, you... If anybody is listening from L.A., when you go under an overpass it's just tent city under there you know these people thank god they have tents why do we care why why does everybody get so pissed that there are tents now wouldn't you rather have a nice little tent it brings my property value down angie then put your money then donate your money to to getting some homeless shelters we need to take better care of our of our own fucking kind just like the other animals in the real animal kingdom but also i had a dream the other night that there was a plague and these are my favorite dreams i've been having them since i was a little girl about the apocalypse and um i'm always so happy and i'm barefoot and like everybody's dead This is telling us a except lot. Except a few people. Except a few people. And it's so quiet and it's so peaceful and it's clean again. And I had one of those dreams the other night and it was in um, Eagle Rock. And uh, Brandy's trailer park was like all nice and calm and peaceful. You can go live wherever you want. Night of the Comet is one of my favorite movies because there's everybody's dead. I just, it's not that I want everybody to die. We need fewer people here. You just want a little peace of mind. It sounds like you just peace want some, yeah. some P and Q. I love you want some peace humans. and quiet, it sounds I do. Like. I love the good humans. But for you the need most to move part, the Joshua tree. No, gross. Gross. It's so boring there. It's peaceful and quiet. No, I don't there. want that. I don't want that. I want... Okay. Lake so Arrowhead. here's the thing. 
I love to go, like, I love being in a city and everything. I just need fewer people fucking up the shit for everybody else. That's what I need. But my, and I'm, there is a big part of me that wants to go be alone, which is why I love these apocalyptic dreams. I mean, there is, uh, I was, I mean, I've been in so many lifts the last few days. <laughs> I was having this conversation with my lift driver yesterday. He was telling me why he moved from Peru to the United States 40 years ago because he didn't like socialism <gasps> and, and liked capitalism, right? And wanted opportunity. And, yeah. I, and I was like, this isn't an opportunity for me to talk about how I'm a communist. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> said the, uh, the the white guy who grew up in southern Ohio. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but, uh, you know, so but we had a great talk and he was like talking about how corrupt, uh, you know, in his view, like mm-hmm. the Peruvian government is and all this other kind of stuff. Right. And uh, he, he but he was talking about how there's too many people. He's like how there's so many people in Lima now that like everybody who comes from like Venezuela, I guess there's a big influx. This wow. according to him. And he's like, there's just too many people. He's like, yeah. everywhere you go now, there's just too many people. He's like, you know, that's he's like, that's what they should do when anybody wants to come to the United States. He goes, here's what we do. We have them go to Idaho or Montana. Oh, yeah. He's like, why do they come? That's a great But idea. I was like, but there's a reason people come to the spots where people want to be. Well, yeah, also because they have family there. Yeah. But that is a great idea. Why don't we just, like, lower restrictions on getting into the country if you're willing to live in Idaho or Montana? Because there are people who are desperate to just be out of their But there's also, countries. like, service, like, you know, basic services mm-hmm. available uh, in areas like major cities that, you you know, you go to Butte, Montana. Yeah. And you go off the grid somewhere. Guess what? You're, you're Now you're a homesteader. You're not. You don't have access to electricity or water. Oh, that's not okay. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I just think, what the fuck? I I don't. I don't understand the weird build the wall shit. I don't understand. Where? How how do people think any country is their country? Did you hear the news about that horrible um, capitalist cunt in Africa stealing (laughs) all the money from her own country from her own people? Oh no, it's horrible. I was listening on NPR and I got so mad. Well, here's the deal: in the year 2045, if every if predictions come true, Mm. it doesn't really matter because robots will wake up in the year 2045. Mm -hmm. Half the jobs in the United States of America will be automated by then, meaning they will be robots. Um, and then the Russians will have uh, figured out teleportation because uh-huh, they sure. said they're putting all of their resources into. They they've said this like in the, uh, a year over a year ago. They said we are putting all of our resources into trying to figure out teleportation because they found it. They figured it out at the quantum level. Wow. You know the Russians didn't. I think it was Chinese scientists who figured it out at the quantum level. So the Russians are like once that discovery was made, Russians were like we're putting all of our resources into figuring out teleportation. And so you have singularity essentially is what happens in the year 2045 on the early on the early estimates. That's according to Ray Kurzweil, who like is this futurist who works at uh-huh. Google. And he's like the expert on singularity, apparently. So 2045 is the year that transhumanists uh, who are the people who want to download consciousness into robot bodies, not like anything to do with gender. Um, they're the one th- they say 2045, half the jobs will be robots. Um you know, and then you have 2045 being the same year that robots might wake up on the early side. Jesus and then Christ. Teleportation happening. That's a lot of things are happening in the year 2045. 25 years from now is what I'm saying. Is There's a lot of stuff really coming to a head in the year 2045. Whoa. Apparently. <laughs> if everything lined up correctly. So what you have is the next 25 years, it will be in, you know, it, I. I'm not the first person to say this, but I mean, technology is just exponentially in- increasing. <laughs> I am so jacked up on this coffee right I now. I know, I'm so jacked me. up on my coffee. I just don't want to stop talking. I'm just going to keep talking like this. Ah. Oh, we're just going to keep talking. But um, 25 years from now, there won't be, we'll either have probably four times as many people living on the planet. Oh, Jesus. Or half of us will be living somewhere else. Uh, um, I have secrets. Ryan and I have a Patreon now. It's official. There's a Patreon. You get lots of good stuff. Go look at it. Um, we'll see how this works out. I'm sure it will take different shape eventually. I I mean, we'll see. But we're going to start a secret segment like they do on Lady to Lady. That's very smart. And I saw how they do the secret segment because I was part of the one that the episode that Renee and I just did of Lady to Lady. Also, you guys should all go listen to um, Brandy was just on. What is that podcast called with Chris Fairbanks and Karen? Kilgren? I need a ride. You, is it need a ride need a ride Brandy was just on it I think they did a two-parter and she talks about going to this crazy witch club with me it's really fun 
I, it, yeah. Were they in a car when they did it? Usually they would record know. that in a, like on a trip to the airport or something. If someone needed a ride, that's I how think that podcast Brandy started. Did need a, I, she did just go out of town, so it must be for real yeah. in the car. So it's like uh, so. if you need a ride somewhere, they'll give you a ride if you do their podcast. Brandy if, is like. They record the conversation. Brandy is like. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Brandy is like best friends. With, is it Karen Kilgariff? Kilgariff. Kilgariff. I think she's very funny. I follow her on Twitter. Um, I don't Any really listen Mr. to Mr. Show podcast. fan. Hey, if you're a fan of Mr. Show, I love which Mr. is Show. like she's the, a brilliant writer, the beginning of alt comedy television, mm-hmm. um, you might recognize the name. Oh well, she's also uh, my favorite murder. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean but that's that, how everybody knows her. Yeah, but that's most recently. That's my competition for my best friendship with Brandy. That's her other best friend. How do I compete with that millionaire, ridiculous, the funniest woman in the world? How do I compete, because Ryan? Because because Brandy's a water sign. She doesn't care about Aww. that stuff. She cares she about does. what's really on the inside. <laughs> That's why I have to be good to her. Because I need to, I need to, I compete with like the richest, funniest woman in LA um, well, for no, my you, best friend. <laughs> those, all those things are just, you know, inconsequential it's titles. Fine. Karen's lovely. She's a good friend of Brandy too. So. No, Karen, Karen is like an amazing, she's a very funny stand-up yeah. comedian. Um, you know, she's I'd she's a good friend, too, which is always my my first thing about people that I love. Um, I went to speaking of good friends. Kim and I are moving in together. The, um, my friend who my I almost said his name, who my ex was dating while he was dating me. Um, we're running a house together soon. Oh, Isn't when, it great? When's the, when does this happen? Um, probably around summer, I think. So uh, in case you are one of the people who is going to be doing the landscaping in this house, don't mind all of the jars you'll ah! find buried underneath. <laughs> she said to me last night, we went to dance to um, Bowie at the Echoplex, um, the Mexican Morrissey, Jose, I can't remember his last name, but that's his, his title, the Mexican Morrissey. He does Morrissey, performs with bands, and is like this amazing impersonator of Morrissey, <clears throat> but or does, you know, covers. He was DJing last night, so we went and danced to Bowie. Um, but she was like, she had, she, she said to me, she's like, with my perfect credit and income, cause she's a doctor with my perfect credit and income and your witchcraft. <laughs> That's all I have. That's all I have. She's like, we're going to get such a great house. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. I mean, the idea, um, I have the, I do sense that I'll be living somewhere else before the end of this year. Yeah. I feel that for you um, too. We are coming. I don't, we're coming up on our year. When did, yeah. when was our, our first year? <gasps> What was the date? I think it was February. It was February. Okay. Because I was like, did, because I was like, because my other podcast, I'm coming up on six years on the 31st Whoa. of January. Oh my God. So you have, you have your anniversaries are back to back. Yeah. Wow. Sarah's so is five years older. Did I ever tell you the story about when I was in Utah? Uh, this years, years and years and years ago. And this was right before you started um, me and Paranormal You. Me and Paranormal You, right? Correct. I always wonder if it's Paranormal You and Me. It's I, a very, it's like, to me, I always thought, like, when I first came up with that name, for me, it was... It's good. Because I was having, because I was like, the idea was, behind it was this. It's like, hey, it's me and you having a talk. Yeah. It's just me, me and, and you. Me and Paranormal But you. it's me and Paranormal I said it right. I'm never going to say it right. Right? But, but trust me, like, of all the MCs uh-huh. for the past six years that have brought me on stage at comedy shows, and if I give that to them as one of my things to mention when they bring me up... <laughs> they fuck it up. Every single time... No one can say it right. Oh, For some reason, right. it's a very difficult thing to say. <gasps> me and Paranormal You. Well, when you first start, right before you started it, I got out on the phone with Brandy and I said, do you want to do a podcast with me where we talk about ghost shit? And it would be kind of like my favorite murder, but about ghosts and we'd have guests on. And Brandy was like, no, dude, you're in Utah. That but my suck. favorite murder is only what, about four years old? No, I don't know. I don't think my favorite Maybe you had like started yours. Maybe it was after you started it, but then Brandy sent me... It must have been after you started then, if my favorite murder is only four years old. I don't I know. I can't remember time right now, but so Brandy I could be totally me, wrong about she that. She was like, I Maybe can't... Maybe it's longer. She was like, I can't do a podcast with you out of town. Nobody wants to do it. That sucks. And I was like, okay. And um, then she sent me, like, just a couple weeks later... Um, your post on Facebook asking for people to interview. So maybe you did have it going for a while. And then she was like, oh, Ryan has this podcast. But she sent it to me. And that was the first time I reached out to you. And you said, yeah, when you're in L.A., let's let's do a podcast. Um, but I wanted to do a podcast like, well, I mean, this has taken a totally different shape. But, you know, something where we got to talk about weird shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that. This is that podcast. It is. This is a weird podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's going to get weirder if you guys join our Patreon because I want to do 
um, Melissa's going to host more seances and I just want to film them because especially at her house and we can just have like a live stream where people can watch the seance. The fucking shit that went down, even the stuff that was moving, it threw a glass thing on the floor and broke it. It was an aggressive little ghost. But I mean, that's safe to sit and watch a seance. I know a lot of people. No, get a lot scared. of people would really enjoy that. I wouldn't that be great? That would be great. That'd oh be fun God. to do because I definitely want to do more. But also, like, give me a sec. I need a. I need a. I do have to. This coffee. Oh, poop time. Well, no. <laughs> would you rather number li- one or two, Ryan? Would be, you re- <laughs> save it for our secret segment? <laughs> Would you rather live a life on the run or a life with the runs? <laughs> That's the question you have to ask yourself. Okay, we're back. Now, thanks for letting me have that. <laughs> Wouldn't moment. it be funny if I, if I hadn't let you do it and you had to just pee your pants? <laughs> that would be. That is funny. Look, well, I want to tell you about then this I meditation would be experience a I had hateful last night. water hater. You would be. <laughs> Um, last night I'm doing a meditation before I go to sleep and I'm just curious if other people or if you have ever experienced something like this, I'm doing this meditation that's in accord with like my program that I'm doing with my buddy Mark. Mm -hmm. And so I'm visualizing a white cube that has the word VAM, V-A-M in it, um, which corresponds to space element. And anyway, it's from the heart chakra. Anyway, it's like a, it's a different five chakra system being Mm -hmm. used in this thing. And so then, you know. It gets bigger and, it, you know, this little cube comes out of my body and then, uh, you know, it's an eyes open meditation where you visualize all this stuff and it gets really big and comes to this whole universe, comes back, boom, boom, boom. You collect all the universe, uh, all the energy from the universe about universal wisdom specifically uh, in conjunction with this element, right? Ooh. Um, and it's supposed to be a cure for separateness and ignorance, and things like that, right? So each different element has a different shape and or color. Or Where and did you color. find this meditation? Well, no, it was given to me. It's part of this program. So oh, it's wait. like homework that's being assigned to Is me. this the Tantra stuff? Yeah. <gasps> and so <coughs> anyway, while I'm doing this, and it's eyes open, so visualization is a little more difficult, I guess, for, I mean, I would assume most people, mm-hmm. but, you know, but for me as mm-hmm. well, um, so when your eyes are open in a soft gaze, um, you know, it's, oh, it's like I would a, see so much shit doing that. Yeah. Did right? you see shit doing so, it? Well, this is what I wanted to to bring up because this is something that I've never experienced. Uh, every once in a while, I, I do see like a mist. Oh, my God. Flying around me. But we've talked about that before. Yeah. But this time in like my right, the peripheral of like my right eye. So me looking out to my right, I saw. Um, I don't really know what it I don't know how the best way to, to describe it other than if you've ever seen like a piece of paper mm-hmm. um, that you want to burn. And so, if, you know, I know there's a lot of, you know, that you want to burn. Well, obviously, there's a lot of <laughs> witches listening to this. So like or magicians uh-huh. or whatever you identify as, you know, when Do you b- like you burn a sigil uh-huh. and like the paper just like starts. It's uh-huh. like the singe is moving in. Right. Yes. So I'm seeing. The, the per, my right peripheral is almost as if there's like a cosmic fire singeing it and it's like starting to like melt in but in very bright almost fluorescent ish type shimmery light right it, but, it's, but it's very marbled what colors it's like like anything bright like blue like uh purple yellow gold but mm-hmm. it's like it's like a matrix of those colors or a marbling of those colors right and so then that's so I have this moment where I'm like doing this thing and I'm visualizing the cube getting bigger and, you know, collecting all this energy. And then I'm thinking to myself, when I see this, I'm like, oh, shit, like you want to come in? I'm like thinking like, <gasps> oh, you want to come in here? I'm like, oh, you're showing up. You're and I'm like, come on in. And then when I as soon as I like think to myself, like, it's OK, come on in. Then I get like totally overwhelmed mm-hmm. and to where. I think these are the moments like we live for when we're like meditating or trying to do any of this stuff. And like you feel like you just got shot with like morphine or something. Are you is someone behind me? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, oh, my God. I scared the <laughs> fuck out of him yesterday. Um, so uh, <laughs> I so, love so, getting scared by people. That's on my list I, of my perfect partner. I don't. We run around and scare each other in the dark. I don't. And we play hide enjoy and seek with my much. family. My family plays hide and seek as grownups. Isn't that great? That is great. Okay, go on. And so, <laughs> um, as soon as I said "come on in," I felt like in a rush inside of my body, 
to as if it came inside my body. What do you think it was? I'm not really 100% sure. I think it's this universal wisdom energy that I was trying to harness, that I was focusing on, that works against the ignorance and feeling ignorant or feeling separate Mm -hmm. from anything and everyone you are doing so much work you're but both i mean of it's us are fucking yeah. killing these urinus mine's over but your urinus opposition you are doing everything i right. mean but when i was on the road Whoa, i was just being a beast something just flew from the hallway past me when i said you were doing everything right okay good it looked like a little white bird oh what is that um a have dove seen that? it looked like it like a little dove um did I tell you? But have you experienced like something like that where you see like the peripherals start like melting? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have. It's so crazy too because I feel like we have all these things that we can unlock at any time. But I, and I I do end up reading a lot of people who just aren't unlocking them, and then I kind of tell the people how to do it or give them homework and you know stuff like that. Um, meditation though is the easiest way to do any of this. I had that gift that I got in the city of the dead, the Sumerian city of the dead, where I used to work my old place of employment as a crow. Um, and it's that weird ruby You can ring. put that as a reference on your new house, Lise. I should totally do it. <laughs> city yeah. of the Kim, dead. Kim's a doctor, makes crazy money, perfect credit score. And then I fill out the application. Crow, well. city of the dead. <laughs> Years of employment undetermined yeah they're gonna be terrified <laughs> that i'm gonna be pissing on the floors yeah undetermined <laughs> you mean how many lifetimes yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i got that weird ring and then one time when i was working number for guys, number to call for reference <laughs> burn some dragon's blood yeah. <laughs> sorry sorry i had to get that last one in no it was good it was okay good. um but i asked them when i had like a really clear channel one time can we contact your former employer <laughs> Do you want to? Yes, okay. but you must channel. You, <laughs> so, mu- you must journey to the city of the dead. And it takes a while. It took a while to get there that day. Um, but um, I, uh, I was like, what is that gift? And they said, you'll know when you die. So it's, it's, and I was like, oh my God, do I, get, do I get like an extra life? Is it like a video game where I have an extra life? Like I die and get to come back? Oh, that's pretty cool. Or is it just like when I die, I get to go to another level. That's not it's something to look forward to it in, when it comes to dying. It really is. I mean, I do, I do love the idea. Thankfully, mystery will always be around. Like I've mm-hmm. never, um, I've always wanted to know the answers to everything, but it, it wasn't until recently that I really came to the understanding that without mystery, there is no joy yeah. in life. And so luckily for me, mm-hmm. I'll never be smart enough to know everything or not even smart no, enough is not the we right don't word want to. but yeah we don't want especially to. because uh, you know my last lifetime was major intellect intellect was the most important thing my my ex my husband in that lifetime had a perfect iq um i read every fucking occult book we we both did we we were both like super into witchcraft read every book under the sun this lifetime i'm not as interested in that i mean i do read but like what is so what is it this lifetime this lifetime is fun this lifetime is fun and learning self-respect so no one can ever treat me the way I was treated in my last lifetime. I do still have body dysmorphia from that last lifetime. That's a bummer because I was I was pretty obese in my last life, which now sometimes because I'll say to my friends like meow, 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 meow. And they're like, are you fucking crazy? And I know I am. I know I'm I remember like putting on a sweater dress and my and saying to my cousin, like, I can't wear this. Look at my stomach. And she's like, your stomach is flat. You have body dysmorphia. And I know I know I do no matter what, but I, it comes from that life, last lifetime. And I think that's probably the case for a lot of people who don't understand where their body dysmorphia comes from. Um, but this lifetime was for fun. That lifetime was for intellect. And I think when there's intellect, you cut out emotion. You cut out all the other good stuff, too. But I was going to tell you something else. What the hell? Can I tell you a secret? Yes. This is a secret I've never told anybody. Oh, should we okay. save it for the secrets? Oh, okay. We will. Okay. Do, will we you have, remember? Yes. Okay. I'll, uh, do, will you remember what it is? Yes, I will. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I have will. two secrets for our secret thing. Um, what the fuck was I going to tell you, though? It was some psychic thing. God damn it. It was about meditation, uh, universal wisdom, uh, the edges of my reality okay. were burning in, in a intellect. cosmic fire. Witch you were into co- your intellect. Um, so anyway, what we've covered so far is all that. <laughs> all of that. Um, what the hell was it? I feel like it was related to that last lifetime. I feel like it was a, a new thing I just came upon, but I, I don't know what it is now. Um, uh, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. I have two really cool things to tell you. So I've been, um, I've, I'm not astral projecting as much as I was. I was like, you're in this opposition. I was barely here. I was out of my body constantly. But now 
Um, I'm kind of like not going to the astral plane as much when I sleep. I'm doing other work right now. I'm not even totally sure what it is. But there are two guys. There are these two different guys. And one is the guy I talked about before who's like very business um, older. I'm pretty sure he's Gemini. And then there's like this super cuddly goofy guy who like baby talks animals. And I think he might be a cancer. Isn't that great? He baby talks animals. Yeah, he's real sweet. He's really sweet, and he's funny, and he's like playful. Um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know which one I'm gonna call in, but I think I'm like actually like, I feel like I'm dating them. You know what I mean? Like we're we're chatting, we're getting to know each other. They probably aren't very in touch with it, but I think that we're getting to know each other's energy. So that do you have a sense of where you'll meet this either of them? I think they, I, I don't know. I think they're both here, but we must be setting that up because that's what we do when we communicate with our with our soulmates on the astral plane. We're basically arranging that. So I know too, I've been, oh, I, I, I know what I was going to tell you. Um, I've been doing intermittent fasting. If anybody has- It's like the 16 hours off, eight I hours on. I do 16 to 20 hours off and I just have water or tea. The other night um, I had valerian tea and um, I hadn't eaten in like, six hours or something I was straight up drunk on valerian root and I was so high it was a different drunk and I was just like how does valerian make me feel so good because I'm trying not to do alcohol well also in a fast you know you can't you can't have alcohol but um I've been fasting every night for a week and sometimes all my voices go quiet and I think that like we're doing this on purpose. Like I just need to be in my body, and and I mean they're like retraining me to be back in my body. But um, when I am really hungry at night, it's a lot easier to sleep. It's a lot easier to to channel. Cleans your liver, cleans all your stuff. It's amazing. Intermittent fasting. Well, maybe is I'll amazing. get on that train. You I, would I, like I have it. to. <coughs> I have to reboot after this, like holidays, and then mm -hmm. I had this uh, this cough thing that I'd been dealing with oh, for yeah. a few weeks. But um, the uh, and I'm only doing tea. I'm off of coffee right now. Okay. Good. I just don't need it. It, uh, it. I think it just fucks me up too. It makes me Yeah. Mean. I mean, I've been, I don't know why I'm drinking coffee right now. I was off it for four I, fucking yeah. months. Yeah. Well, and this but is the first time you've ever let me bring you coffee. Yeah. You're always yeah. not. You're always not Oh, man. It. it gets me so juiced up. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I do feel like I have so much to do, but I can do that without coffee. Yeah. Uh, without coffee. coffee. I can do that without coffee. <laughs> I know I can. I've done it before. Dude, I mean, the fact that I went 30 years of my fucking character. life without drinking coffee until Erica made me fucking start drinking. She didn't make me. I started <laughs> doing it on my own. I can't blame her for doing it. Um, but yeah, there was uh, there was just so like a, a great void in my life when I first quit. But then I quickly forgot that there was a void of any kind. Wow. Um, so we'll get back it's there. It's fun. It's fun. Hey, I have a new trick that I can do. The trick sounds like it's not real. I have a new gift. Um, I always, because Renee can tell people what oil they're supposed to be using. I was reading somebody remotely, and I saw the crystal she's supposed to be working with. And it was so big, and I knew what it was called, and I don't think I would have known. I think they told me the name of it. But it was um, Peridot. Peridot? Do you know that stone? Peridot. Peridot. Yeah. Uh, um, well, the we'll light look it green. up later. It was so crazy because she's, and it was when I, I looked it up while I was reading her to see what it meant, like its abilities, and it was exactly what she needed. It's like, um, wait, I still have it. It's just about I like. I can find it right here. I have a. Solar plexus, which she, which she needed to work on. Um, oh, it's also good for recovering from dependencies. But I saw it, and it was gigantic, Ryan. It was a giant green crystal, and it, it was, like, in a closet, and it was bulging out. It was, like, trying to get out of a closet. And I felt its energy, and then I saw it again in some other form. But I felt the energy of this crystal, and I told her she needs to get one. And now I want a great big one, too, because I felt how strong it was. Like a big old a big old crystal. A big old crystal. You want a big old crystal. I want crystal. one too big put in my bra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I told you I'm watching on Becoming a God in Central Florida. It's so good. Kirsten Dunst is a gift. She's a oh, fucking gift. I told you about The Witcher, right? No. Oh, my God. You got to watch it The Witcher. It looks stupid. It looks so uh, stupid. Um... Two things about that. Tell me. First of all, Henry Cavill or Cavill or however you say uh -huh. his name is the most beautiful man that's ever lived. 
the the actual Witcher is beautiful. Yes, he's Superman. He's from the Superman movies. That oh, guy. Oh, he's, he's very the pretty. Witcher. He's he might be too pretty. It's I'm not fucking ridiculous how attractive he is. Oh, like he's okay. A, I'm in. Yeah, he is attractive. <laughs> um, and secondly, the whole show is about fucking witches. Is it good witches or is it stupid? Oh my god, I can't wait to see Hansel and Gretel. Also, Pan showed me all this lovely stuff. You mean Gretel and Hansel or Greta and Hansel or Hansel and Gretel? It's Gretel and Hansel. Is what they changed the name. They flipped it. Why? I don't know. That but I'm telling you, the Witcher it. has so much magic in it and so much about witches. All right, I'm in. Um, and magicians. And a hot man, I'm in. Yeah, and it's um, it is very very good. Ooh. Um, so I did sex magic. There's actually night? you and Renee are actually. Um, I I I, think I told Renee about this last time I saw her, but like there are two characters that are like so you and Renee. <gasps> Oh, I love they're that. The two oh. main, they're the two main witches. I told you, right? Everybody kept telling me that I reminded them of, um, what's her name? The, 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 what is her crazy name? In Doctor Sleep with the hat. Rose the Hat? I have never seen that. Is that her name? I was very flattered. She's, or read the she's book. She's hot and crazy. So, yes, bring it. Um, but I love that. I love when people tell me I remind them of someone. Somebody told me Christy Brinkley the other night, a beautiful model who was at that Christy Brinkley, uh, yeah, all-time babe. Yeah, thanks. She told me as soon as I got there, she was like, oh, my God, your bone structure, you look just like Christy Brinkley. And I was like, fuck you. That's nice. Thank you. <laughs> um, but what was the thing I was going to tell you? Oh, I was doing sex magic. And Pan rushed right in i think it's because the bedroom i've made kind of a pan um um and i have a next level i want to do with him i've made it kind of like my pan sanctuary like hakate is in the living room and dominant over the whole house she doesn't mind me having pan at all she i think she knows i need that um but then pan is my bedroom and he comes right in as soon as it's i start like a sitcom it's like three's company it's like ah! you pan and hakate <laughs> love that that's great that's yes um but it was a very rare moment where all the cats and dogs were out of the bedroom they were all running around playing in the living room and i was like fuck i gotta masturbate and i shut the door and of course that's when they all come and they knock on the door and they're like what are you doing what are you doing it's awful it's very distracting but um um i powered through um but as soon as i started i saw a tree and it had a, a face and it started smiling at me and it was like the green man pan. And then I saw the branches and like tree branches were reaching for me. Every time he shows himself, it's the green man version. It's like this beautiful forest. And it's like, I can feel that I, that it's funny too, because sex is like rooting me back to my body and to the earth. Like I see roots. I see all this like earth, 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 earth. But it was amazing. We got to take you to the green man store in North Hollywood. Have I gone there yet? Have you been there? Yes. That's okay. where Melissa reads. Oh, she does? Yeah. I love, I love Green Man. The people in there are amazing. Yeah, energy. they're really great. They're yeah. really great. That place is um that they place have, is a, is for sure a magical It is. Spot. If it you're, is. If you're in the Los Angeles area or you come visit, you should check that store it's out. It's funny because Crooked Path has like a darker, you know, more like warping energy. And Green Man is so light and like I remember the guy. And the in Psychic there. Guy bookstore is more kinda like the I don't want to call it the Walmart of the metaphysical <laughs> shops out here in LA, but it's like it's definitely like the superstore, like the bigger yeah, one. It is. And I love going and there. And there's fun stuff in there. I know yeah. I know witches who trash it and I love Psychic Guy. But they're like it's what did they call it? it it's like a shopping center, not a psychic. But I, I yeah, don't I feel definitely, that way. I wouldn't I don't know if I'd buy rocks there. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily, know necessarily, but like I do, they've got like all kinds of jewelry. They've got mm -hmm. great like daggers. Um, <laughs> they have like skulls. They have great in. They have a great selection of incense. Mm -hmm. um, but if you need herbs or if you need like any magical, like you know leaves and things like that, they've got all that shit. Did I tell the story about sitting at my mom's house in the chair and trying to remember which chair my cousin sat in the last time I saw him? Did I tell you the story? How no. we have the monarch butterfly. His sister and my aunt, he passed away a year, over a year ago. And they told me that he visits them as uh, as a monarch butterfly. Oh, and you saw the butterfly in Europe. Yes. Yeah, the crazy lit up one. Mm -hmm. um, but I was sitting in the chair in my mom's living room when I'd just gotten there for Christmas. And, um, and there were two chairs. And the last time I saw him, it was like the best night I ever had with him, which was amazing. You know, it was, it was really, really lovely. And um, I was trying to remember which chair he sat in. And I was like, is it the chair I'm sitting in? Is it the one next to me? And my mom goes, look at that monarch butterfly. And I look over my shoulder right behind me is the biggest monarch butterfly either of us have ever seen. And it's like trying to get into the house. 
And I said, that's Danny. That I just, that I was, all I'm thinking about is I'm trying to remember which chair he sat in and then it flew away. But it was like, he comes in so easily. I ended up buying um, a Monarch Butterfly Mobile from Psychic Eye for my cousin for her nursery. And then um, for my aunt, I found, and it's humane, they're, they've, they're found butterflies. They make earrings out of their wings. They, they encase them. So I bought, I bought my aunt the earrings, so she has monarch wings, and my cousin has the little mobile from Psychic oh, Eye. That's beautiful. Isn't that amazing? But the thing that I saw in Portugal was a giant butterfly glowing. I have, I have, I still have a video of it somewhere where as soon as I got my camera out, it was like, fuck that. And it left, but I still have a clip. These are the things we're going to put on our Patreon. I also have a video I made the other night. Did I send it to you of all the orbs flying around my bedroom? Yeah, you did. It was wild. Did you see them or did I, you get bored I and stop watching the cats? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a four minute video, right? <laughs> It's long, and it's mostly me going, "Who's my baby?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are yeah, you I don't doing? know. I don't think I was in a wherever I was. I wasn't in a place where like oh, I can just watch this video right now. It was crazy though. The orbs are like swooping all around, and they're du- they're not like dust particles. Like you can see them from afar. You can see them up close, and the lights were off in there, so it was really cool. I'm that gonna post it. Patreon content. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to like. Yeah, I mean, I think there is a way to try to harness this and like you know do purposeful stuff with it. But I I for sure have more moments in the last like you know couple months of i know something's going to happen oh um i like you know things that in the past maybe people would just consider to be like oh i i just kind of sensed you were going to call me or yeah you knew someone was going to reach out or whatever like that uh, one of those moments it's uh-huh. so weird i had a feeling you were going to call me there's so many times my now i have days. those feelings in advance yes where i no longer am brushing them off as like very pa- like passing thoughts where I don't pause on them at all. And then when it happens, I'm like, oh, I, yeah, a few minutes ago or like an hour ago, I thought this was going to happen. Now, like, I remember walking around my room yesterday. God, that thing just flew by again. Oh, did it? Yeah. And, and now there's a ringing in my ear. Remember? Oh, Renee, Renee got a ringing in her ears when, when we were recording something she wasn't supposed to be saying, but I'm not saying anything. Go on, go on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think that's But I'm trying bad, to pay attention to things to like that. It's gone now. I don't know what um, it was. It could have just been whatever, because it flew by this ear that's ringing. The other one's not. Okay, okay, sorry, go on. And so I just knew, like, I stopped when I had this thought. I was like, oh, I know this is going to happen mm-hmm. later tonight. And sure enough. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 and so it's like, it, that's a pretty cool moment when we can, when we can, like, let ourselves stop and be aware Without feeling like we're you're doing bonkers. so much good work. The fact that you're doing all this during your Uranus opposition is also why you're not unraveling and like crying yourself to sleep, you know. But I did hard. eat two pounds of Reese's peanut butter. Cups. Holy shit! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did eat a few last night though. That's I need to get off like this sugar shit. I know like, sugar's like, I just addictive. Kinda, like, the holidays really. It's so bad. Oh, this is the other thing: inflammation in the body. Um, from fasting, it like the crazy, I mean, just Google it. There's, there's so many benefits, but even that fasting, you will have no cravings. I have no cravings. I did wake up yesterday and all I wanted were pancakes. So I actually had the stuff to make pancakes from scratch. And, um, that's all I ate yesterday were pancakes. Cause I just am eating so little now that it's like, okay, I'm done eating for the day. Um, but then I made, I made the whole batch and wrapped them up and left them on the bench for homeless people. Chocolate chip pancakes. Oh, uh, how <laughs> that's delicious and very thoughtful. Yeah, I, just, I even I, put I maple wonder, syrup. I, I wonder how long up. pancakes. Well, those don't. Oh, well, anything you put out there only lasts no, a few minutes no, anyway, it's right? Seconds till someone snatches it. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was like, <laughs> like, oh, I got these pancakes from last week in the fridge. I, if you, I took a whole grocery bag of stuff out because I had sweet vermouth that I had bought to make Christmas cocktails. And I don't really drink it, but everybody I know drinks some, um, what is it, Manhattan? Old Fashioned is the one with sweet vermouth. Yeah. But um, it goes bad. People don't know this. You're supposed to put your vermouth in the fridge. It's technically wine and it will go bad. It spoils. So I was like, oh, some homeless person's going to have a great night drinking all this fucking bottle of vermouth. So I took that out. I took out a bunch of mixers people had brought over that I'm not going to drink. But I had like this whole grocery bag that I took out and set on the bench and it was gone in seconds. That's funny. I had an old roommate years ago who didn't realize that any mixer, now any mixer that's popping into your head right now, I'm including in this because this is what he included in his thing. We're talking whether it's specifically an alcohol mixer or it's something people like to use as a mixer. Uh Sodas, things like that. We have this giant bar in our apartment. 
and it's like this beautiful like solid wood it's bar. cool it feels like an old saloon i think we're bar. we're getting rid of it <gasps> soon why um because i mean we don't use it now it's just kind of a storage bin but why get rid of it because do you want that space yeah and put a kitchen table so you can eat properly oh that's grown up that's smart so Sell it for a lot. Don't just give it away. No, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, you know, I was talking to Peter, our, one of the roommates, and I was like, you know, we should sell this on the Internet. I mean, you could probably. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. What do you think? You have an eye for things. Um, You could get at least 200 bucks for that bar. And also because. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's, it's solid wood. right? Oh. Yeah, I mean, so it's solid nice. wood. And the, the three bar stools that come with it. But uh, anyway, and it's got a bunch of. Uh, anyway, so. I'm almost like, wait until I get my house with Kim and I, because I would love to reupholster those those stools, too. Maybe if you guys don't sell it right away, but also if you want to get out of here soon, just sell it. Don't. No, I mean, me. I, th- I think it's just an. I we just talked about it today. Yeah, because I would pay today. the shit out of that. Yeah. So, but he kept mixers back there for like literally over a year, like if not two. Like I'm like, this is fucking Sprite from like Ew. a year ago, and he's like, it's mixers. It doesn't go back. I was like, oh How my do you god, <laughs> which one of your roommates? He's gone. Oh good. And so actually, are his I'm mixers. actually officiating his wedding oh. in a few months. Uh, I'm officiating two <laughs> weddings this year. Oh my year, God! Maybe you should months. officiate mine. I just decided today that my, I'm ordained now. That whichever of these two men I choose to marry, wh- whichever one the lucky man I choose, <laughs> are you gonna flip a coin? What are I'm you gonna, gonna do? dance to the song um, from Labyrinth. Uh, what's the song? Falling. The song he sings in the ballroom. Oh my God! It's so good. I just saw something fall from the ceiling that wasn't out there. Um, but I want to dance that. But I also want to text Renee and be like, whichever of us gets married first, whichever of us remarries first, needs to dance to this. Remarries first. That's, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I forget that both of you have been <laughs> yeah. have been married. It We're is very good at it. Yeah, the uh, and I'm very bad at it. <laughs> getting married. I'm very bad at getting married. No, no, you're you're on the right track. This no, is. No, I'm good. doing fine. I'm doing. Yeah. Fine. I also realized. Oh, I wanted to tell you something about Uranus opposition. It's really good not to be in a relationship during it. I think that's also why I pushed back on my stuff because the alone time was priceless. Um, but when you, I'm going to call it splash down when you're, cause you're, it looks like your Uranus opposition is going to move in and out. Like I think it went into Aries and now it's going to come back in. I can't, I can't remember. I looked at it. You might be a little bit free right now of it, um, but it'll dick around in your in your degrees because anybody who's listening your uranus opposition uranus is in a placement for like seven to eight years so your but your uranus opposition doesn't last that long it's just when it's opposite of your degrees ryan and i are both born in scorpio our uranus is in score or score yeah our uranus is in scorpio so it's been in taurus it's when it click click clicks within your degrees of birth like a, the window of your birth so mine's out but ryan's is still ryan's is like still fuzzy and weird well, I ain't trying to mess with all that anyway. No, no. But when you splash down, I feel... That sounds sexual and also funny. It, what does that mean? I, You know, like when the astronauts come back and they hit the water? Oh, yeah. I feel like that. <laughs> I feel like I was on the moon and now I'm trying to readapt to my body. My body is different. The way I feel is different. The things I see are different. It's been, It's really been a weird coming back to my body time. Also, the fact that I'm not astro-projecting. And Bethy, oops, Kat, but whatever. Her real name's Bethy. Who cares? Kat and Casadega, don't go calling her Bethy. Don't be a fucking asshole. Kat is her preferred name. Um, but she's my friend, so that's, anyway. Um, but she told me I'd been astro-projecting too much, and I was like, I'm in my Uranus opposition. Are you making a note to cut that for me? No, I, I'm making a couple notes. Ah! <laughs> 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 yeah, um, that is interesting because, like, when I think about like coming down into my new body, back into my new body or whatever it's going to be, how that lines up with what I'm experiencing lately is this. I, when I visualize myself in my mind's eye, um, my future self, I am me, but totally different. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, it's, it's difficult to understand and it kind of gets into like the secret thing we're going to talk about later. But, um, but I just know this, like in the visualization techniques and my manifestation techniques that I've been using uh, recently and like very recently as well um, in like trying to understand like the, the real power in these things and how quickly they can happen and, you know, just how impactful they are um, depending on how you're doing it. Because I've had this thing in my past where when I want to stop doing something, the universe throws it at me hardcore. Right. Which is like a reverse. It's like a reverse manifestation. Yeah. And what it tells me is I'm putting 
so much of my energy into wanting to stop something or, you know, whether it's like, you know, addictive behaviors or like sugar or coffee or whatever yep. it is in the universe is like, here you go, man. Cause you're thinking about it so much. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's like flipping that script. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to like reverse psychology, man, reverse manifest myself into things. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh um, my God. I don't know what I just saw over your head. Was it a uh, dragon? It was because I'm year of the dragon, and this is like the fire dragon it for was, me this it year. It was it was a rock, but it had all these different sparkles on it. But it was big. It was like a big, um, it, like it, I don't know. It must have been an orb, but it was like broken into pieces. But it was all part of one thing. It was just like not shattered. It was weird. Anyway. Okay. Cool. Well, that, I'll, I'll take it. I always see the most stuff with you, Renee. Um, we just had Mina Savari on our podcast, and I saw a shit ton of stuff with her and my brother. Those are like the people I see the most stuff with suddenly. The uh, and, uh, you should check out the Instagram for photos of Jimmy by the fucking Buffett. Or that's oh, your Instagram. Oh yeah, that's my Instagram, Jimmy Buffett, that with lovable. my mom and my brother. Yeah. J fucking B, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, I've I always guess, loved Jimmy Buffett. Always I guess have. I'm gonna always go. Will. We're gonna go hang out with him soon. You should come with us, Ryan. I we mean, can do a paranormal investigation. I think we're gonna go up to Elmira. JB wants to do a paranormal investigation. Well, I bet he would for Mark Twain. Oh my I God. bet we could. Let's you, do it. I wonder if Jimmy Buffett would be us. down with trying to have a seance to to contact JB or MT. Mark Tur- yeah. Double S. It wouldn't be hard because he's or somebody's SC. spirit guide, you know. But yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure we could do it. Oh, he pu- he pops up a lot for me still. Um, yeah. Also, I want to leave people. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 end this now. Yes, now. Uh, we'll end this but, now. But pay for Patreon and get but secrets. The one thing I've been <laughs> finding with uh, meditation when I'm actually getting, you know, doing a good job of it, and I'm, I can be pretty bad when I travel sometimes, mm-hmm. of falling out of practice with things. But if I'm engaging all of my senses, mm-hmm. I can go deeper into what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, so I like to use water. I, sometimes I even have a spray bottle where I'll spray Renee, myself with water. Yeah. Well, and water science, Renee put, fills her bathtub up, puts baking soda in it and astral projects in there for hours. I mean, yeah. water science, especially. So, um, you beautiful you know, bastard. And I think some people, and I used to be this way, used to think that while meditating, mm-hmm. you have to be like perfectly still can't do anything. No. I will like take drinks of water to feel water. Ah. Um, you know, like that's, I incorporate it. It's almost, it's like. Think of it as like a ritual, like doing ritualistic things, like much in the same way the Catholic Mass, uh-huh. as you s- sitting, kneeling, standing, sitting, kneeling, s- singing, listening, and then drinking wine, eating yeah. food. It's like they're activating all your senses. They're burning incense in there. They're doing ritualistic yep. things to engage all of your Here's senses. Here's a hot tip, too. If you're having a hard time and you're trying to journey, um, put a blanket over your entire face and body, and then you get like a womb feeling. And it really helps. I lie on the, well, back in the day when I had a hard time doing it, um, I would lie on the floor and put a whole blanket over me. So I just felt like in the womb. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's, uh, if I'm listening to some great music Mm -hmm. and I've got some incense burning or has burned. So there's a good smell in the room. There's, I have can, I light as many candles as humanly possible. Yeah. Um, As humanly possible. (laughs) I try to have crystals on my skin. Yeah. So I'm wearing like multiple necklaces. I'll have a bracelet or a couple on. And depending on my bodily position, I'll lay crystals on me in areas I want to focus on. Smart. Um, And then make sure I'm comfortable. Um, I usually, if I usually, in the past, I would always have headphones on. Like good headphones. I've done that. Um, So you can't hear anything else happening on the outside world. But um, I don't really need that as much as I used to. Um, and then it's even good to have some kind of taste happening, um, huh. which is what I've learned. What do you um, do? Taste? Now, whether it's water or whether you want to incorporate like mm, bourbon water. or just a little something. Bourbon. In, That's a good uh, idea. You know, some people, I have a friend, my buddy Andy uses bourbon in his magic. Um, so yeah, just like something that can, uh, invigorate you or get your taste active, like just to try to activate your whole body. Mm-hmm. Right. Or just focus on one of the things. And just be comfortable. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like, I really blast off the more comfortable I am. And Ooh. if I d- if I'm not too like, okay, I have to get this place now, you know, where uh-huh. I'll be disappointed if I don't reach a certain state. Um, if I remove all those expectations and just be like, you know what, let's see if it happens. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just gonna try to relax. And Shamanic drumming really helps me. I that can my fuck body. me up so hardcore. <gasps> But like not in a bad way. Yeah, I mean, me like, too, yeah. me too. I'm out of my body instantly with that shit. Shamanic drumming is fucking, I'm almost out of my body thinking about Speaking it. Speaking of shamanic drumming, Sarah and you and Aslan and I are all going 
to the witch retreat in England in 2021. If anybody wants to get in on this. The year 2021. Yeah, May 2021. We already have so many people interested that I think we're going to do one the first week and then one at the end of May. And um, in between, Aslan, Sarah, and I are going to Italy and Greece, which, Ryan, you can totally get on and on if you want. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But I want Sarah to teach her her, um, soulmate course, which is not so much bringing your soulmate in as it is fixing your own shit about love and your own um, relationship agreements and stuff and also realizing why you chose your parents, which we all did. I mean, it really takes the edge off if you just admit that you chose them to come through. And you chose their sucky things to learn how to not be sucky. And guess what? We're all going to have sucky things if we have kids. Oh, God, yeah. yeah tell her about that. <laughs> yeah, my mom. What's the worst thing about your mom? She wouldn't let me be born. Yes, yes. Says yours. Yeah, I keep telling her whenever I feel her pop, pop in, I'm like, make it, make it worth my while. Make it worth my while. My mom is a, <laughs> my mom is very demanding and she says, <laughs> <laughs> like, ever since the day I was born, I've been, like, <laughs> cursed with this burden of making it worth her while. <laughs> Never good enough. Never good enough. I really don't want to have her in this life. She knows. We're going to talk about that in secrets, but we're going to talk about two really big things too. Okay. So uh, don't forget to check us out everywhere. Podcasts are available. You can give us a rating and a review wherever that option is available. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at where magic. This is or where the magic happens. Angela's at, at lovable. I am at rising. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out our other podcast to side chicks or, uh, me and Paranormal You. Yeah. Now we have the Patreon, which is backslash. Now we have the Patreon. This is where the magic happens, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, I think so. And uh, yeah, so. You can find it on there when you go You can search. find it there if you want bonus um, segments like what we're getting ready to go yes, record right join now. Join our mailing list too. We have yet to send out a newsletter or anything, but we're gonna. Um, but if you go to our website, this is where the magic happens.com, there you can sign up for an email list. And that's how you're going to find out about the witch retreat and all the other things. And um, probably fun things we're releasing on Patreon sometimes too. I'm yeah. going to put my the video my brother has of a ghost on there. Probably a picture of my sweet purple man bun. Oh, fuck yeah, Ryan. There's our moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> Man bun of the month. <laughs> Man bun club of the month. Man bun club of the month. Okay, so thank you again for listening. We really appreciate you. And don't forget, this shit is real. Ooh.